Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi everyone, Saint Man here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Dwayne. And he wants me to cover a video called Fat Acceptance is Pressuring Guys to Date Women They Find Unattractive. From one of my former sponsors, the Think Before You Sleep channel. In his video, he criticizes a dating show called Cut, where the contestants are blindfolded and have a conversation on camera to get to know one another. And one Asian guy named Nathan is supposed to decide which women he's going to go out on a date with. He got through almost all the women he was supposed to pick from, but he rejected all of them. But in the back of the show, they were trading notes in the green room after he rejected them. The mostly large lasses on the show figured out that he was sneakily figuring out how fat they were, so he didn't agree to go on a date with Godzilla with tits. Instead, what these women should have been doing is trading notes about what types of food to eat that are vegetables made by the Jolly Green Giants. On the show, Nathan presses the buzzer once he's getting ready to move on to the next girl. He's incredibly smart because one of the first things he does is ask girls for a hug. That way he can gauge how gargantuan they really are. When he does that, he tells the women that he wants to give her a hug so that they know how tall he is. This is a brilliant move on his part. He's doing what most women do, which is using plausible deniability to defuse the situation and give her seemingly the advantage. But the woman in this situation might think he's just like most simps volunteering information that women can use against him later. Meanwhile, he's just fluffing up their egos while feeling up their fluffy dough-like bodies. They get to know that he doesn't have the body of an incel, and he gets to know if they have the body of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. After witnessing this, someone on Twitter said this is problematic, and that he was being fat-phobic because he wasn't giving fat a chance. He buzzed them out right away when he figured out that they were fats. That was his only mistake. What he should have done was not press the buzzer right away even though he knew their size. He should have kept talking and being charming and pretending to still be interested in them. That way it'd be a lot harder for the women to pinpoint why he rejected them. It's rare that women ever tell you why they reject you, and even when they do, it's usually something stupid like, it's not you, it's me. So you rarely, if ever, get the truth from them. Nathan never said he didn't like fat women. Yet that is the assumption that's being made by all those women. That you can't win with them. Even when you don't do something directly incriminating, they still criticize you for your behavior itself. Nathan is also a male model that doesn't want to date overweight women. But he never said that. If he spoke to them for another few minutes each before pushing the buzzer... Then what would these women on the show complain about? His actions would then seem random. I think that if women keep pulling these sorts of games on us, that eventually most men will just give up. Because when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. The basic argument that Think Before You Sleep has is that men are prejudiced for having preferences. But that it's perfectly fine for women to have their preferences and no one calls them out on their double standards. The idea, of course, is that by women calling men prejudiced, they're going on the offensives so that men can't call them that first. I'll discuss more in a moment, but let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, Me The Sandman. If you want to get your hands on this Thought Tears mug, then visit my Teespring store down in the description. You can also get your hands on the Cure For Feminism t-shirt and classic tank top. If someone doesn't like it, then you can ask them if they're being Islamophobic. I also have a Sandman t-shirt 
and 25% of the sales proceeds go to the artist, as well as the classic Sandman sticker and mug. You can also get the entire Sandman collection through digital download or USB key if you want through email. Those are the sound files for the first five seasons of my channel, so you can have those to take on the go. Each season is 15 US dollars. Finally, you can also talk to me via one-on-one -on -one coaching through Skype for only $45 an hour. My contact email and Teespring shop are the first links down in the description. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Anyways, now back to men are expected to date any woman no matter how fat and unattractive she is. Clown World Show. Besides men these days getting shamed for having higher standards, women's standards only go up and up. And no one is allowed to call them out on it. Women that are part of the fat acceptance movement and won't settle for less than a chat are hypocrites. Or is that hippopotami? The show also made fun of women buzzing guys out for not being attractive enough or having strange interests or hobbies like being a furry. Back in the early 2000s, fat women used to be careful. They knew they had to be on their best behavior when interacting with men. Because fatsos were the minority back then. There were less of them, no pun intended. Because when you eat that much, there certainly isn't less of you. But now they're increasingly the majority in many places, and because of that, they not only no longer have to be on their best behavior, but they can also take out their ranks from having to tiptoe on eggshells for being fat for many years out on you. Now it's Shamu's turn to make men squirm. Nathan figures out the dating game and he's being punished for it. He's also an Asian man, and East Asian cultures expect their women to be fit and trim. They have some of the lowest rates of obesity out there. It's not just about if he finds them attractive or not. But it's also about if he's going to bring his large lasses home for sake and then to meet his mommy, then there's definitely going to be some potential to shame himself and his family bringing home a fat woman that has no shame. Nathan asks one of the women what types of men she likes, and she says she's into Asian men. The bottom line of this video is that men aren't allowed to have preferences. If you do, then you'll be ridiculed and shamed as a form of punishment until you prefer a woman you have zero interest in. Another woman on the show says that she loves men that are athletic and into the gym even though she's overweight. Another woman tells another guy that she wants to have three kids, and he responds by saying that three is too much. She then asks him, I guess you don't make enough money. She's basically cash-shaming him. Women are allowed to judge men based on our appearance and our financial status, but we are allowed to judge them on theirs, even if they had a full fridge of food along with the fridge. Only one side is being criticized, and the only way to win this game for men is to stop playing it entirely. When women call us transphobic, fatphobic, or homophobic, oftentimes it's just projection. Most women, fat or otherwise, wouldn't date a transgendered gay or fat person. But instead, it's only men that get criticized for being prejudiced and being called these terms. Their greatest fear seems to be if we call them those things before they call us those things. That's how simple the games that they're playing. It's what a five-year-old would do. The strategy works because, for the most part, most men are afraid of losing female validation. It has nothing to do with reason and rationality. It has everything to do with them using our feelings against us. But we aren't allowed to do the same to them. We're supposed to just suffer in silence when interacting with them. Given that choice or going your own way, more men than ever will choose the second option. Shows like Jubilee and the one that was reviewed by Think Before You Sleep are attempts to train millions of men out there 
that we're bad and prejudiced if we have standards. Yet it's perfectly fine for women to have them. One side of the species has more freedom to choose who they want to date when compared to the other. How is that equality? It's not. When interacting with women, if you reject them, never let them know the moment you actually make up your mind and why you made up your mind. That's what they do to us most of the time, so by doing mean things like that to them, we're giving them that equality that they say they want. We know they don't want that. They want to be treated equally the way that the chants at the top of the totem pole are. But all the men below him, they don't care how they treat them. As for the title of this video, would you date a fan woman? From personal experience, I would up to the age of 30. After that, they tend to roll downhill looks-wise rather quickly. With all that extra weight, I'm sure they'd snowball down a snow hill pretty quickly too. That was my preference while younger, and that's not the case anymore. The thing to remember about preference is that over time, they can change depending on your personal experience. It's not just that being overweight, it's unhealthy, but it also signals to people that you're lazy and undisciplined, that you have little to no portion control, and that you're probably lazy with regards to other aspects of your life. Most of the thin and trim women I've known were a lot cleaner than the fatsos, but for many, that's still not saying all that much. I was once fat, but had to lose the weight for health reasons. And over the last few years, I must say that a lot of my minor ailments that I've had have gone away, since I changed my diet, and the major ones are now under control, and I spend most of my time pain-free. I'm even able to cheat on my diet from time to time with a gram of sugar in my diet here and there. But if you're still young and overweight, and haven't had any issues from it so far, of course you're going to promote fat acceptance. You can get big and not have to worry about the consequences. Yes, eventually they'll hit you like a ton of bricks, starting with things like fatty liver disease and not receiving as much attention as you'd like for men. As a woman, you'll say it's not me, it's them that have the problem. Change is painful and you'll try and shut down the people that push you to change. You need a safe space nowadays so that someone doesn't hurt your fat fifis so you can stuff your face in peace. Apparently, you can be prejudiced against fat women even if you don't call them fat. At this point, the only way to deflect women's criticism is to not talk to them or interact with them and give them zero attention. But even then, you can't really win, because they'll know claim you're a misogynist because you won't talk to them. It's best to understand that they will shame you and blame you regardless of what you do. So the best thing to do is to understand your opponent and understand your nature as a male. If you can manage to do those two things, then they won't have any power over you. When you give them nothing, they give you all the shaming language that a five-year-old can muster. If you understand that that's their defensive strategy to project and shame, then when you see it enough times in your life, it won't affect you emotionally anymore. At first, when you see how they operate, they will piss you off for quite some time. But eventually, once that happens to you enough times, you'll get pissed off for yourself for putting yourself through it. Lastly, you'll accept yourself for what it is, and you'll stop caring, and they will have no power over you anymore, regardless of if they're fat or skinny. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Dwayne for the donation and topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that Nathan, the sneaky Asian model, didn't want to smash all the fatties, so he hugged them. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on Bitchu, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, Rumble, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized, and if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for 45 US dollars. And I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps women from figuring out what your motives and reasons are when you reject them away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.